This is Money Guide with Mary Stirk from Stirk Financial Services. Now, here's Mary Stirk. Welcome to Money Guide with Mary Stirk, and today we're going to be talking about how to find the opportunities within the current COVID-19 economy. You know, up until this point, a lot of people have been playing defense. They've been finding a way to more protect themselves during this time. But now I want to start shifting people's thoughts to how can you find the opportunities? How can you move to playing offense during this particular time? Because there are a number of strategies that might make sense for you. So I want to talk about some of them today. Not everything that I talk about is going to fit everybody who's listening, but there are some strategies that you might want to look into. So the first one I want to talk about that is definitely a strong opportunity for many people right now is to think about doing a Roth conversion. A Roth conversion is taking your pre-tax money in your IRA and converting it to tax-free money, which is my favorite kind of money, in a Roth IRA. Now, when you do that, you are going to pay tax on the amount that you convert, but here's why it makes sense to think about doing that now. The money that is in your traditional IRA is going to grow and be taxable when it comes out. Money that's in a Roth IRA is going to grow and be tax-free when it comes out. So the reason to think about doing this now is because if you had money in your IRA that was in a lot of equities, then undoubtedly it's lost some significant value in the last month or so. So if you convert that now, then the recovery of the market would be inside the tax-free account. So converting now takes something that has lost value on the taxable side and lets the regrowth of it happen on the tax-free side. So it's a little bit of tax timing arbitrage that you can take advantage of. Now, you definitely want to talk to your tax preparer. You definitely want to talk to your financial advisor to find out if this strategy is right for you because everything that you convert, as I said, is going to be taxable. But it's definitely something to be thinking about right now. Now, while we're on the subject of Roth IRAs, it's also a strong IRA or strong suggestion, a good offensive play for you to think about making your Roth contributions right now. Now, Here's the special rub on this. Typically, you've had to make Roth contributions by April 15th for the previous year. And now that has been pushed back to July 15th. So you actually have all the way to July 15th to fund your Roth IRA in full for 2019. And you also have the opportunity to add it for 2020. So if you have cash sitting on the sidelines right now and you're eligible to make a Roth IRA contribution, then this is the time to think about doing it. Why? Because the markets are low. So any money that you can stuff into those Roth IRAs within the confines of the rules, this is a great time to do it. So you're buying low and then eventually down the road, hopefully selling high. So think about that. If you have not filed your taxes yet, you can still make that contribution up until July 15th for last year. So people who thought maybe they weren't gonna be able to get that done, you now have extra time. And that's a really strong strategy to consider right now. 
Okay, the next thing that I want to talk about is debt refinancing. So from an offensive standpoint, right now might be an ideal time to think about refinancing your debt. Why? Because the Fed has dropped the interest rates to very, very low, just about as low as they can go. And when the Fed drops interest rates, what that means is it becomes less expensive for people to borrow money. So when you go to the bank and you're trying to take out a loan for something, when the Fed has dropped interest rates, your loan rates are going to be lower. All right, so what does that mean for you right now? What that means is you should take a look at any debt that you have, except probably student loan debt. So let's ignore student loan debt for now, but take a look at any other debt you have, whether it's a mortgage, whether it's a car loan, whether it's a home equity loan, whether it's even credit card debt. Take a look at the debt that you have, make a list of it, and then write down what the current interest rate is that you're paying on that debt Write down what your payment is and how many more months you have to pay on this. And then go rate shopping. Check with your local bank and then start checking with some national chain banks that you can find their information out on the internet for their lending rates. Especially if you have any kind of decent credit, this is a great time to reevaluate those loans. What you're going to want to look for is obviously a lower interest rate, but then you're going to want to do the math and figure out if you make this change, what will your new payment be and how many months will it be? Then you can figure out, is this actually going to save you money? When you take a new loan out, there's generally going to be some initial costs involved that get wound into the loan, like origination fees and different things like that. So sometimes taking a new loan out initially slightly increases the loan balance. However, that can be dramatically offset if what you're getting is a much lower interest rate on the loan. So you do have to do the math on the total situation, not just look at the rate, but this is near historic lows. And so we really want to be able to take advantage of those and reposition debt in the best way possible while, we're take, while we can take advantage of the fact that the Fed is wanting banks to lend you money. <laughs> so go out there and get it and restructure your debt if that's something that actually makes sense for you. Okay, the next thing I want to talk about is dollar cost averaging. So dollar cost averaging means that you're putting money monthly into something and you're not really paying attention to it every single time it goes in. So you're buying the same dollar amount monthly or periodically into your investments. So who am I talking to about this right now? Think about your 401k plan. Your 401k plan comes right out of your paycheck and it gets submitted to your 401k company on a regular basis. It's probably something that you barely even think about. So the play here, the offensive play here, the opportunity here is to actually increase your 401k contributions right now. Or if you're doing dollar cost averaging, meaning buying into something on a monthly basis out of your bank account, think about increasing that right now. You don't want to stop it because you want to be able to take advantage of buying now while the equity values are low in the market due to this recent downturn. But if you can increase what you're putting in now, you're just creating a bigger opportunity with those dollars going in. 
Why? Because you're buying more shares at a lower price. And whenever recovery does happen, then you're going to have more shares recovering for you and eventually, hopefully, creating some nice profitability for you. So keep your dollar cost averaging going, but if you're able to increase it even by a small amount, then this is definitely the time to think about doing that. Okay, here's the next one when we think about offensively trying to find the opportunities here in the market. It's to think about harvesting tax losses. And what do I mean by that? Okay, in your portfolio right now, especially, and this would work in things that are non-qualified. Qualified means IRA type of money or retirement accounts that has some type of special tax characterization. Non-qualified means that it was after-tax money that you put into an investment account at somewhere. If you have a non-qualified account where you're able to harvest tax losses, this is what you want to be thinking about. There are going to probably be some positions in your portfolio that are at a loss, okay? Or you actually have lost money. Let's say that you put in $10,000 to a particular holding. Now it's worth $8,000. That $2,000 loss is a tax loss if you actually sell the holding while it's worth $8,000. Now, I'm not saying sell the holding and go to cash with that. If you're going to sell the holding to do a tax loss, you're going to immediately want to reinvest that into something in order to stay in the market, okay? So I'm not talking about getting out of the market. I'm just talking about triggering the tax loss right now to help you overall on your tax planning at the end of the year. Now, why would we want to do that? We want to think about doing that because ultimately, at the end of the day, you're still going to have to pay taxes this year, next year, things like that. So if you can take a loss and then immediately reinvest the money into a different holding, then the tax play is still there for you, the benefit is there for you, but your money is still working for you in your portfolio. All right, so... With that in mind, you have to be aware that there are some rules surrounding this. You can't just do it willy-nilly. There are some rules that are called wash sale rules. And wash sale rules means that you can't sell something and then rebuy the exact same thing within 30 days. Well, right now, we don't want to be out of the market for 30 days. So you want to, if you sell something, you want to rebuy something else. So for instance, if you were to sell a particular stock, you cannot rebuy that same stock. If you were to sell a large cap growth fund, then you can't just go buy another large cap growth fund. What can you do? If you sell a stock, you can buy a different stock. If you sell a particular type of fund, you can go buy a different asset class fund. So if you've sold a large cap fund, you could perhaps buy a mid cap fund, or you could perhaps buy a small cap fund or vice versa. I'm not recommending those particular asset classes. I'm just saying that that's how the wash sale rules work. And so if you're going to sell something, you need to have the target in mind of where that money's going to go ahead of time so that you can get it right back into the market and not violate the wash sale rules. So why would you want to do this? Like what would you trigger for this? 
You might want to be looking at doing this because you're harvesting the losses, but it might also be a way to offset gains in something else that you no longer want to hold. So let's say, for instance, that you have some holdings that have represented a very large portion of your portfolio, and you no longer want to have them be that big of a percentage of your portfolio. You're overweighted in them. But there's a lot of gain in them, so if you sell them, there's going to be gain. Well, this is going to give you an opportunity to harvest tax loss on something else to offset the gains on something that is an overweight in your portfolio so that you can get your positioning more where you want it, but not have any net taxable poor impact for you. It's also a way to get rid of poor performers that have significant gain in them. So if you have something that you don't like anymore, you no longer want to hold, but it has embedded gain in it from the past, it's letting you sell that and then offset those gains with something else that has a loss, so you have a net tax impact of zero. Again, you, at this point in time, you don't want to reduce your position in the market if your risk tolerance levels haven't changed. So you do want to get right invested back in again. So hear me saying that, but it is an opportunity to take significant advantage of the current values from a taxable position. Congratulations to Mary Stirk for being named the 2020 Forbes Best in State Wealth Advisors list for the third year running. Welcome back to Money Guide with Mary Stirk, where today we're talking about finding the opportunities within this current COVID-19 economy, finding ways to play offense instead of defense with your financial planning. All right, so we've talked about a number of things, including Roth conversions, debt refinancing, harvesting tax losses, and things like that. Now I want to talk about some other things that I think are important for people to be thinking about that they can take advantage of right now. One of the things that might be appropriate for you is to think about rebalancing your portfolios to something that actually has more equity position in them. Now, this is not appropriate for all people, and this is not appropriate for all parts of your portfolio, but the money that you're not planning to utilize in your life for 10 years or more might be something that you think about using this strategy with. What I'm talking about is getting, say, one tier more aggressive right now. So if you were moderate before, potentially moving up to moderately aggressive, and, and it, the reason to do this is because you're able to buy the equities at a low right now. So the strategy would be temporarily position your money one tier more aggressive with your risk levels and then have a target alert set that when the market recovers to a certain point, then at that time you're going to move back to your normal risk tolerance level. Now, like I said, this is not for everyone, and it has to be money that you're not planning on using anytime soon, because of course, if you do this, you're adding risk and you're adding potential for loss. But this is money that has a possibility and the time frame, the time horizon available to potentially ride back up recovery and make some nice profitability for you. So that would be rebalancing your equities to one level more aggressive 
and then rebalancing back to the current risk tolerance level once the market recovers. Definitely a strategy that some people should think about and definitely talk to your financial advisor to find out if that strategy is right for you and if so, which piece of your money it makes sense for. Now along those lines, if you've had cash on the sidelines, if you have excess cash, and what I mean is not the cash that's part of your emergency fund, that should not be part of this strategy, but cash on top of that excess cash, maybe something you've been waiting for an opportunity to invest in, this might be a great time for you to go ahead and invest that. And you'll wanna talk to us about what's the right place to invest it. And we have lots of good things that we're looking at right now as opportunities for new money going into the market right now. So if that's you, if you have cash on the sidelines, then this is definitely something that you can potentially take advantage of the low markets to buy. Because that old axiom of buy low, sell high is still how we make money. (laughs) That has not changed at all. (laughs) So we definitely want to do that. All right, so another thing to take advantage of the new economy is part of the rules that just came out in the CARE Act. And the new CARE Act has a lot of different provisions in it, but one of the things is that you no longer have to take your required minimum distribution from your IRAs or retirement plans this year. Now, speaking to people who are over age 72, you're who I'm talking to with this, but you can suspend taking your RMD this year. If you don't need that money, if you don't depend on that money to live on, then it might be a smart thing not to take it this year and to take advantage of the relief that the new bill offers. If you do need it, however, then this is your opportunity to be very intentional about how you take it. So let's say that you have a portfolio that is half stocks and half bonds, and you have to take your RMD because you need it, then what you want to do is talk to your advisor about potentially trying to take it from the bond side instead of proportionally over the whole account. Then you're not selling the stock side of things while the markets are low. You're taking it from the assets that have had potentially more stability inside of them during this market downturn. Now, I'm not saying that bonds, some bonds haven't lost money because some of them certainly have, but in general, they probably have not lost as much as your stocks have. So if you're going to take your RMD, then the play here is to try to decide where specifically to take it from. But if you don't need that RMD to live on, then this is an opportunity to let it stay invested. And the rules also say that if you took one before this all happened, you can actually reinvest it back into your IRA. So if you're out there thinking, gosh, I took my RMD and all these other people don't have to, first of all, kudos to you because you took it at a time most likely when the market was high. So that's not a bad deal. But now you can reinvest that money back into your IRA while the market's low. So that is definitely an RMD arbitrage opportunity for those of you who actually have taken that RMD already. Okay, the last thing I want to talk about for opportunities here is for many of you who are spending a lot more time at home and starting to get bored, then these are some times that you could use to get organized and clean out your old financial records. So we have done shows in the past about what to keep. We've done shows about how to get organized, how to set up your financial organization and things like that. But here's the thing. 
Take the time now while you have plenty of time at home and are quarantined to just get your records all organized. If you need to shred any documents, put them in a shred pile so that you can shred them when you're done. Or if you have a shredder, this is a great time to have a shredding party with your kids. They love doing that kind of stuff. (laughs) If you also have not done your estate planning documents yet, this is a perfect time to get your estate documents going. Many of us procrastinate and use the excuse of not having enough time. But here's the thing, that the service professionals, most of them are still operational even if they're working from home. So you can still connect with an attorney via video chat or phone call to get those documents going or to get them reviewed. And this is a perfect time to do it because you might have more time on your hands than you have had in the past. And those service professionals are still operational and might be in a situation where they would really appreciate the business right now. So use this opportunity to clean out organized records and to get that estate planning done. Okay. So we've talked about a variety of things of how to find opportunities within this market, how to become an offensive player in this market. And here's what I want to say is if if you or any of your loved ones are freaking out about this, then we encourage you to reach out and use us as a sounding board. Sometimes people just need to talk about their finances and that's what good financial advisors are here for. So call our office, talk to Julie, talk to Kelsey, talk to me. We are here as a sounding board for you and your loved ones to provide some guidance for what makes sense for you during this period. We can talk about your existing accounts, we can talk about opportunities to take advantage of during this time. We can simply help you not freak out so much (laughs) if that's what you need. But if you or your loved ones are feeling that pressure, then we highly encourage you to reach out right now and talk to someone who has been through down markets like this before and can can provide guidance and recommendations based on your own personal scenario. So reach out, give us a shout. If we can help, we are there for you. I hope this has been good information as you're thinking about how to take advantage of opportunities during this current economy. And I wish you all the best of luck as you start to move into an offensive frame of mind when it comes to your own finances. The views expressed are not necessarily the opinion of your audio provider and should not be construed directly or indirectly as an offer to buy or sell any securities or services mentioned herein. Investing is subject to risks, including loss of principal invested. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. No strategy can ensure a profit nor protect against loss. Please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should only be relied upon when coordinated with individual professional advice. Securities and investment advisory services are offered through Woodbury Financial Services Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. Insurance offered through Sterk Financial Services, which is not affiliated with Woodbury Financial Services Incorporated. Neither Woodbury Financial Services Incorporated nor its representatives provide tax or legal advice. You should consult a qualified attorney or tax professional to answer your specific questions. Sterk Financial Services is located at 350 Oak Tree Lane, Suite 150, Dakota Dune, South Dakota, 57049 and can be reached at 605-217-3555. Forbes Best in State Wealth Advisors list includes 10 recipients per state. The award is based on qualitative and quantitative data. 
rating thousands of wealth advisors with a minimum of seven years of experience and weighing factors like revenue trends, assets under management, compliance records, industry experience, and best practices. The word is not based on portfolio performance or client reviews. There is no fee in exchange for rankings. Third-party rankings and recognitions are no guarantee of future investment success and do not ensure that a client or prospective client will experience a higher level of performance or results. These ratings should not be construed as an endorsement of the advisor by any client nor are they representative of any one client's evaluation.